A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday, Haley. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday, Dan. Haley is riding high this week. She's very excited. I'm very excited for our last segment this week. Might as well tell people what it is. And you own all of it because I was very nervous to let you air this this topic. (laughs) It's the history of toilet paper, basically. Kind of. (laughs) It's the history of toilet paper if an eighth grader would do it. And... uh, Yeah, we're going to talk about that. It's a very funny, interesting thing. I mean, there's so many things in life, so many inventions, let's Mm -hmm. call them, that, you know, we've got them. We appreciate them. We use these things day in and day out, but we never stop to think about where they came from. Right. Or what what we used before. Right. What happened before? You know, paper, just paper itself. Where did that come from? When did it come about? Yeah. And boy, did it change the world when it did. Right. Well, so did toilet paper. Yeah. (laughs) And it's kind of funny. It's a fun way to end the show. We'll be talking about that. We're also going to be talking more seriously about how we're both kind of hypocrites. But more importantly, the whole idea of the middle part of the show is cutting ourselves and everybody out there some slack. Yes. When it comes to projects, we don't always get as much done as we want to get done. No. In this time of year, you know, it's the summer and we probably had a whole list of things going into it like we told you to do. Yep. <laughs> and you're probably nowhere close to done with that. So well, really, right. So much of social media, of shows like ours, yes. it's all about jumping in, getting projects done. Do and it now. Honestly, when it works, it's great. Right. And it feels like everything's clicking. But sometimes... When we can't keep up, we can't produce it's like depressing. the people are demanding. Yeah. Yeah. We feel like we're really missing the boat. Well, we want to tip our hands. Yeah. We missed the boat this year. <laughs> At least I did. Haley got on the boat and fell off partway through. Yep. I never even saw the boat. I didn't know it was here. <laughs> we'll talk about all of that and hopefully give you some hope if you're struggling. Yes. And get you moving. It's a fun segment. couple of segments. Yeah. I think that'll be great. Right now, let's talk about something that happened at our paint store mm-hmm. of one of the Repco lights, the Byron Center Repco light during, during our, our yeah, recent cookout. We're sitting there giving away t-shirts, doing all kinds of stuff. And I notice a van pull into the driveway with paint dripping out of it. Yeah. There's like a little trail of paint behind it all the way through the parking lot. And now it's just pooling at the parking spot. Yeah. And Dan just bolts into action. He's running over there. You open the guy's door on the passenger side, say, you've got paint leaking. He jumps into the van and starts going over the seat to clean up the paint or pick it up so it's not going to spill anymore. I was like some kind of really geeky, nerdy Batman. Yeah. I mean, I was all over that trying to help. And yeah, that's all I could think is the the guy's coming to have a lunch and he is going to be so mortified when he sees all this paint. Yeah. Is there a a way we can stop it and catch it? And we thought, boy, that's kind of a good topic because I can't think of very many things that are much worse, Mm -mm. you know, when it comes to messes than a paint spill. Right. And sometimes that happens at home when we're working. Sometimes it happens transporting the paint to the job site or to our home or whatever. And whether you're a contractor, whether you're just homeowner, there's a couple of things you can do to try to be safe. Yes. And let's start with what, Haley? Keep the paint on the floor of the car, for one. Like if you've got a gallon of paint, you're leaving the store, you're putting it in the car, don't put it in a spot where it could potentially tip over. Like the seat? Make sure it's on the floor. And wedged with something. Exactly. 
That's why you bring children. They can sit in the back <laughs> and you put it between their feet. Yeah. And they keep it steady. Yep. Right? No, but we have had people set it on the back seat. Yeah. Uh, they'll put it on the back seat in a box, and yep. the box will slide over the seat. The paint slips over. They don't always know that. People tend to think that that lid that's on there is like Fort Knox now. Right. It is sealed, and it will not open until I get one of those weird little key tools mm-hmm. or a screwdriver and crinkle it open. Butter knife. Whatever. Not the case. If it hits and lands just right most of the time, it's fine. But if it lands and hits just right, that can pop that lid. And, yeah, I, I've it's... had it, too, at home where I've you know, pulled the box down and it just slips over mm-hmm. and it lands just right and the lid gushes off. Yep. And Or you instantly. get the whole box, you're carrying the load of paint into the garage and you set it down too hard. I've had people drop the box just a little bit too hard and those paint can lids just pop right off and you've got paint everywhere now. Yeah, so definitely really just be careful. take a little bit of time when you're transporting it, you know, put it on the floor Make sure it's braced and secure. Don't set it on the seat where it could slide around. Or if don't... you've got a truck in the back, I mean, don't just put it back there thinking it's going to be fine. Right. It's sliding around. It hits a wall, and it's going to come open. Yeah. Take some consideration there. What if you do happen to get home, you're working on a project, you flip the paint over on your carpet, you know, latex paint on your carpet? There's an absolute freak out yeah. that happens. But if you move fast... Really, you can do a really good job cleaning this up. It's water-based paint. As long as it stays wet, you've got a really good chance to get it up. You just need to make sure, and you're going to want to have this ahead of time. This Mm -hmm. is not something you're going to have time to run out and get. (laughs) But really, a couple of putty knives, like joint knives for drywall, the the wide blade, 10-inch blades. I like to have one of those and then a really good disposable type um, dustpan. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I can scoop with the dustpan because what you're trying to do is scoop up as much of that paint as you possibly can off of that surface. Yes. You're not just rubbing this around with towels till it comes up. No, 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 no. <laughs> scoop as much of much of it off as you can right off the bat. Dump it into a you know box lined with plastic. Get a garbage bag. Line your box. And then just start dumping as much paint as you can or back into the can. Whatever you need to do. Once you've got the bulk of it off, now you need to introduce water to that floor and you, you know not get the hose out. Right. But... Some water. You need some significant water, but at the same time, you need to be vacuuming it up with a shop vac. It's got to be a wet dry vac. That's yeah. really important. That's very important. And you've got to have the filter the out. Filter out. Yeah. Right. Vacuum it up and just keep putting that water on and keep vacuuming it up. And in most situations, most spills, unless it's really, really horrific, I've gotten most of that paint out. If you let it dry, there's not much you can do at that point. Right. Exactly. Then it's going to be replace the carpet. But if you do get the bulk of it up, then you just get a dehumidifier out, blot the spot with some towels, dry it up, run that dehumidifier, and who knows? Maybe you avoided the disaster. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking about the jobs that we tackled or didn't tackle this summer. Yeah. And we're going to kind of walk ourselves off the ledge of depression. Exactly. Feel a little better. And then we'll talk about toilet paper. That's all coming up. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. And Haley, let's talk about being hypocrites. I shared my hypocrisy a few weeks ago, and you guffawed and made great fun of me and all of that. Just let me live in the dream that I'm living in, okay? Okay. Don't correct me. Let's be, let me just live with the facts that I've got, okay. all right? So anyway, in my imagination, in my story, 
you made fun of me for being a hypocrite, but it okay. turns out you're a hypocrite too. Am I though? Okay. See, this is part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. And and we're going to get to that. But let's go back at the beginning of the spring, actually. I went back and looked it up, and it's from April 2, I believe, mm-hmm. that we came on air in all our boldness, in yeah. all our yeah. goodwill, mm-hmm. good intentions. And we talked about a list of projects that we we're going to cross off of our lists Us personally. permanently. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Our own in our projects. Own lives. Right. And we listed a few. You talked about your garage and mm-hmm. a great painting. Big... I wanted the one that I was flexible on was repainting the exterior of the house, mm-hmm. which I mean, I'm glad that I stayed flexible because yeah. that did not happen. Right. Spoiler. <laughs> uh yeah, what was my other one? I don't remember. That was your job. Um I think I wanted to do finish the sunroom. And I might have talked about painting the front porch, too. Okay. So you had a number of things that you were going to cross off your list. Oh, the garden. Oh, the garden. Yeah. Okay. That was a big one. All right. Was, is, we'll find out. (laughs) I don't even remember mine. That's how well I did. Spoiler alert. You wanted to clean out your barn and- I did? Paint it and fix the door. What was I thinking? And clean out the garage. Uh, It's ridiculous. I think you wanted to do something with the flower boxes- yeah, you know what I did with the flower boxes? <laughs> the only thing I did from with the flower boxes is one fell off the side of the house. <laughs> and so I pushed it to the side and flipped it upside down or right side up so the flowers could still grow. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what I did. That's as far as I got with this stuff. And you know, I feel terrible about depressing. it. It's a little depressing. It's a lot depressing. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I'm seeing a specialist to help me get through my lack of accomplishing projects but but I I think it's really it's not funny I think it's really really common I just think it's funny I think it's cute that we had a list of how we were going to do this and we told it to everybody (laughs) so I want to go back and just very very briefly go through this list and then just talk about what happened you know how did the wheels come off so badly (laughs) anyway we went through and we had Man, it was good advice. It's still good advice. One of the things was start now and make your list of projects. You know, it was early spring. Mm -hmm. And wherever you're at, all of these things are still good. Yeah, they still apply. Just because we didn't do them doesn't mean they're not good. Right. It's really good advice. Not as we do. Right. So start now and make your list of projects. That's what we were recommending. Mm Pare down the list and prioritize. You referenced that with your outside of the house. Yes. Definitely. I think I still prioritized pretty well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. know that I did so well with the list hmm. making it. I think I started now, and well, that's you couldn't even all tell I me did. What was on it, I know so that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm thinking that was a falling point. Man, <laughs> life, life hit me right between the eyes. You know the normal things I had to do. So pared on the list and prioritized. That was good. Talk to the experts. Do your research. Mm-hmm. You know, figure out what you needed to do. Yep. And we're going to get into it. You did really well on a lot of this. As much fun as I made. No, no, you're not giving yourself credit. Okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. Make a simple, basic plan. You know, we talked about that, about you don't have to go crazy into detail in this planning stage of things. Right. You know, sometimes. that's really overwhelming, too. Planning can kill the project sometimes because we spend so long mapping it out Mm -hmm. that we're exhausted and we need snacks and a break. And it's unrealistic to think that you're going to know exactly how this project is 
how this project is going to go at the exactly. very beginning. You yeah. start and it doesn't match your map right. that you planned out. Now what do you do? So all of that is really good. Then it was to start gathering some supplies. You know, remember we talked about that. You don't want to wait until you're literally ready mm-hmm. to go. And now I've got to run out to the store on Saturday morning and right. buy everything I need. Yeah, I'm dropping hundreds of dollars. I've got all this time spent in accumulating all the products that I'm going to need, all the tools and, and whatever. Start now. So start early. As you start to know what you're going to need, start to accomplish some of those things, whether it's the week leading up to right. the Saturday work or whether it could be months ahead as you're planning on a bigger project down the road. Start now. If you know that project's coming, start gathering those supplies now. And it kind of forces you to actually do the project, too. Yeah, I should have gone straight to the gathering of supplies. Hmm. That might have propelled me forward. Like if you had gotten the paint for your barn, then maybe you'd have it painted. I'd probably have the paint <laughs> in the garage, and maybe the garage would be cleaned at least. Oh. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Set a completion date. That's another one. If you don't have a completion date, how do you ever get it completed if there's no deadline? Right, yeah. Like we talked about, teachers know this. If they say, hey, we've got an essay. Just whenever you feel like it. Get it into me <laughs> when you feel like it. Nobody's going to ever get the essay in except that one kid that will remind the teacher that there was an essay right? by handing it in. <laughs> and everybody doesn't like that kid. So you got to give yourself a deadline. And we talked about not creating superficial deadlines that were ridiculous. You know, don't create something that's so yes. constraining that you've got to fly. And if you don't meet every single, you know, uh, level of this schedule perfectly... You're going to be off schedule and, and really stressed. Don't do that to yourself. I think this is where I really failed. You failed. Yeah. This part you did fail yeah. at. And then finally, plan a reward. All of those things were really, really good advice. And we'll put links to that episode in the show notes. <laughs> so you can go back and laugh. Because now let's talk about what we accomplished. Mm-hmm. And then I think we're going to take probably take a break And then I want to dig into what happened, because I do not think we are unique in this. No, absolutely not. And I think that we can take a little bit of comfort in knowing that. (laughs) Yeah. And I think this is a real struggle for almost everybody out there, because literally life. It just takes over. It's really hard. I don't know. I really don't know what I was thinking, that I was (laughs) going to accomplish this stuff in the springtime. So some of your projects, you already mentioned them. Let's talk about. The garage was the biggest. Yeah. I was. Turning my, I am still <laughs> turning my garage into a studio space for my art. So a huge project, you know, it's a detached garage, totally unfinished when I started, and I want it to be a finished space that I can work in, have it, you know, be heated and cooled even. So right. it's a that, big project to me. That I, I was stunned that you had other projects. To be honest, yeah, you know, that was yeah. really really major. My garden was the other big one. Did that happen? Um, I haven't heard anything about the garden. <laughs> I got plants. Oh, I did Some know. Some of bought... them exist still. Okay, because you bought a lot of plants. I bought a lot of plants. They didn't all make it into the earth, um, at least the way they're supposed to? Clear. I mean, I'm going to guess that's what happened. Okay. I don't know exactly. What do you mean you don't know? I do not understand. They're, they're just dead. gone? They're oh, dead. they're dead. They're, yeah. they're dead. Or they're... squirrels took them or, you know. Nature took over. Children's, you know, children from the neighborhood snatched them from your porch, perhaps. <laughs> they like all made that. it in the ground. Just not many survived. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's pretty sad because you bought a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, 
you were putting things in the ground though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You did a lot of that. I, I, the garage that you've worked on, I mean, the accomplishments you've made are really, really tremendous. I mean, well, you, you. the cleaning of the floor, that was a fairly big project. Insulating it. I mean, you took down the garage doors, yeah, put framed up in a wall. Mm-hmm. You, you installed the a door. Not really the best way. No, that was the hardest part of this entire thing. <laughs> yeah, but still, you've got all of that up. The windows are out. Yeah. I, you're really moving. I mean, it feels frustrating. It feels frustrating because I've got like a pile of drywall sitting in the garage right now. I've got spots where I can still see the light coming in from where I built walls to fill the gaps where the holes where the garage doors were. So like there's things that still have to be sealed up even. It's depressing to walk in and still have like spiders crawling around. That's what gets me, honestly. I walk into my main house that's as finished <laughs> as it's going to get, and there's spiders crawling around. We got to just push them to the side yeah. to get through. I just wanted to feel like, the, I don't know, no, like I'm not outside. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. But really, you've done really, really well with that project. Yeah. I had. I don't even remember. It, like you said, the garage. I was going to clean the garage because mm-hmm. the garage was driving me, is driving me yeah. absolutely nuts. I've been unable to do that. And I was going to paint or stain the mm-hmm. barn. Nope. Didn't happen. What else? The flower boxes. Yeah, the flower boxes. Yep, like I said, just fell off and I flipped it over. That's uh, as far as I got with that. I don't even remember what else I was going to try to do. Yeah. Life completely Caught me off guard this year. And I think it does every single year. That's why these things pile up. Mm-hmm. I'm mowing my lawn two times or every other day. That's crazy. That's what I do. Right. Other people have hobbies. I think you need I to hire a lawn service. Maybe that's what you should do. Well, I'm not you Mr. Moneybags. Oh. <laughs> I do have children. Yeah, you have like a workforce <laughs> living with you. What am I thinking? <laughs> We're going to accomplish everything next year. <laughs> All right. So basically, Haley did really fairly well. You don't think you did. I don't think I did just because I had an unrealistic timeline. I mean, I think that's a big part of it. But I also I'm in a new house and everywhere I look, I have a project. Right. Right. Well, everywhere I look, I've got a project. I didn't get hardly anywhere. Yeah. All right. I don't know where you're at at home. You know, I don't know if you even remember that episode that we talked about this stuff. It doesn't matter. You know what we're talking about, mm-hmm. and you know the projects that are on your list, that were on your list, and you know whether they're off or whether they're piling up. And you know what that feeling feels like. Yes. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to try to just... Dissect that. Dissect that and see if we can <laughs> figure out what happened. Is there a way around it? Mm-hmm. Or do we all just give up <laughs> and go home and cry? We'll find out in just a minute. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and Haley and I were talking about a number of projects that we talked about on this show back in April. And boy, were we naive. <laughs> We talked about all these things we were going to accomplish. Uh, We talked about all the ways that we were going to do that. We had a plan. Yep. All of those things. And then now we stand here at the end of summer, nearing the end of summer. Yeah. And I look back and I'm stunned. We do. Yeah. And that's the thing. Haley keeps saying that and it's driving me a little nuts (laughs) because 
she's like she's like the kid who got the A minus mm. who's going, Oh, I failed it. We all know that student, right? We know what that feels yes. like. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. I'm the kid <laughs> sitting here with a D plus if I'm lucky. You got an A minus and you think we're commiserating. All right. You think we're on the same There's level. There's a minus we have in yeah. common. Yeah. <laughs> you did really well with all of your projects, but you're still not happy. You're not no. happy with the fact that you're not further along. No, and I literally can't relax. Like that's my big thing right now is that it's the end of summer and I feel like I've got to put vacations on hold because I don't know when all this stuff is going to get done. Like You're going to put your vacation on hold so you can stay home and do these and projects work. and get them done because they're like driving you nuts. Yeah. And yes, they're driving me nuts. Yeah. It's like I can't be home and relax anymore. Nope. I completely get that. I don't know how to work around it. And right. that's what we're going to try to figure out here just yeah. on this segment. You know, what went wrong for me? And I guess if I would think it through, we haven't talked this through at all. So this no, is, this we'll is... see what happens. But for me, it, it, like I alluded to, it's life. You know, I didn't take that part into consideration in our list of things to do, uh, you know, about how yeah, to get these projects done. One. We didn't have a little segment that said, as you make your list, consider life <laughs> <Right>. and what <laughs> it normally will do to you. And, yeah, that's, you know, uh... I have weeds growing up yeah. that are growing so fast that Basically, I could spend all my time just weeding. I know. And that's not even on my list. I know. It didn't play into my list. Nope. All kinds of things. Dinner, food prep, you know, dealing with the things that happen. Okay, this car broke down. So now we got to figure out how to get that fixed Mm -hmm. and get that. All of these are extra things. This broke, that broke. Family visiting, you know, like summer is when all of those things happen too. There are so many weekends that were either us going to visit family or family being in town and... I mean, all of that time, while it's great, it also took away from the time that we had for projects that we don't ever think about when we're looking at our summer and, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have all this time where I can do Mm -hmm. all these things. Right. And I think that's really important to focus on and remember, because if you're feeling like we're feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, summer's over, we're making a lot of jokes, but really... It's depressing. Yeah. Almost. You know, I I wouldn't say almost. No, it's depressing. It's depressing. Yeah. And I just feel like, how in the world am I ever going to get over all of these things? How am I going to get them accomplished? Mm -hmm. Because while I didn't get anything done, or at least not the things I wanted to get done, that literally literally means they're not done. That means next year when new things pile up or as new things pile up daily, I've already got a list of eight. Now I've got four more that just fell on top of that. And eventually, I mean, it doesn't take but a couple of weeks before you feel completely overwhelmed. Yeah. And then it's hard to do anything. Like when you get to that overwhelmed state, it's just like, why even bother? Yeah. I've been <laughs> I've been eating popsicles. I've been eating popsicles. That was my comfort. I noticed that all summer long. I bought a great big, huge box of the little... I don't even know what they are. A little strip popsicle. Oh, like the ones in like the plastic yeah, tube. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. So a whole big box, hundred of them. And whenever I'm overwhelmed, standing in the, sometimes I don't leave the kitchen for like half an hour. <laughs> Just one popsicle after another. My tongue's black or whatever oh color it gosh. becomes after all the different colors get yeah. eaten. That's my comfort, my go-to. I'm not working on anything. Just eating popsicles. Yeah. Treading water and eating popsicles. <laughs> It's really negative. It's really tough. And I know a lot of people are dealing with it. And there's a lot of reasons. Like we said, life really jumps in and and it's got its own agenda. Mm -hmm. And we don't always figure that into our agenda. And I think that should be one of the addendums that we make to our little list. Yes, absolutely. Because I think it reduces the stress. 
as you make a list, even you know today, if you're looking at fall projects or winter projects or whatever projects you're looking at, when you make your list of things you want to get accomplished, mm-hmm. remember what your life is really like and cut yourself some slack. Make yeah. that list a little bit smaller so you can get it accomplished. Well, especially now I'm thinking about fall and thinking, okay, Halloween and Thanksgiving and then you're already prepping for <laughs> Christmas and then New Year's. Like, it's a lot that goes on during fall and winter. And we always say that that's a great time to do interior projects. And it is. If but you're you not still us. have to remember all of the other things that you're doing. So find a small project. Like, I, don't think that you're going to get something giant accomplished if you're not hiring out help. If it's just you... That's a lot of work for one it is. person. I, I, yeah, I guess I'd say I think it could be a big project. I think it's just a matter of being reasonable and making it one big project. Yes. You know, if you just had your garage to work on, right? you wouldn't have been spending time planting all these plants that died. And planning. And, right. Yeah. All these other projects that you worked on and put energy into, you could have tackled the one. So it could be a big project. It really, it's all about you. Mm-hmm. you, know, you know, personally, I know what I can and can't do. If it's new to me, if I'm really been struggling for a long time to get some momentum, I really need a small project. Yes. And honestly, a few weeks ago, we talked on the show about that little table that I did, that patio set, that bistro set, mm-hmm. as you called it. Yes. And that was really my attempt at, okay, I've got to get some momentum. I've got to get moving. Of course, I did that. And just as things were starting to click, my son had a tire blow on a car And it became a a much lengthier process and project of getting the car, getting it fixed. It just derailed the whole thing. So that was disappointing. But I still think it's a valid point. Start with something small that you can get accomplished Mm -hmm. and move through it. That's really good. How do you work around the depression part? I honestly think that in my mind, what I keep going back to is a different segment that we had about cleaning And you talked about something that you do is you set a timer for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And when you come home, you've got 20 minutes and you just try to clean as much as possible in that 20 minutes. And it becomes a game because you want to see how far you can get in that limited amount of time. But it's not overwhelming because it's only 20 minutes. Right. And I do want to clarify for everybody listening that when I have to come home and set a timer and clean for 20 minutes, <laughs> it's it's like the, the basement rooms that the kids have trashed or a storage room. It's not that I live in an absolute state of utter despair everywhere. If you're coming home and cleaning, you're not living in utter despair. Right. See? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just the way you said it, I was thinking, wow, I don't want to live in that guy's house. Wait, oh I do. Gosh. No, no, but it works so well because like my tool bench, for example, I'll Mm -hmm. finish projects up. And again, it's another one of those things that I just absolutely shouldn't do. But I think a lot of us do. I get the tools done. I'm tired. I just finished the dumb project. I've got the yard to mow for the 12th time today or something like that. So I get the tools and I drop them on the tool bench. I'll get them tomorrow. And then the next project comes and the next tools go on there. So eventually it piles up and it's chaos. Yeah. Those are the projects where I say, okay, I don't want to dig into this. It's going to take me hours to sort this out. Right. I don't have hours, but I do have 20 minutes. Yeah. And 20 minutes is nothing. I can get through anything for 20 minutes. Right. And it's very important in my system there. That part really works. This part I really do well with. I quit at the 20 minute point Mm -hmm. or maybe I'll let myself go five or so minutes. Yeah, but not like an hour. Right. That's really important because if you do that, it 
within two or three days of doing that, that whole 20 minute thing is no longer effective. You know that it's going to be an hour's worth of right. work. And now it's much less appealing, much less enticing. And really, for me, that's not such a big deal. But when I'm bringing the kids in to help, that's really critical hmm. because they will gladly work and try to race. Like you said, it's almost right. a competition. Yeah. They'll do that for 20 minutes. But if they know that that 20 minutes is a faulty, right. fake end line, <laughs> you know, that they could be going for another hour, there's no interest at all. Right. And it does work for projects, too, if you've got certain projects. I've done that with a paint project in a dining room. I've got hmm. to repaint my dining room, but I've got to do all the prep work. Sure. Taping, sanding, puttying, nail holes, you name it, all of that. The first night I came home and I took 20 minutes and got all the art off the walls. Sure. You know, and all of that. If I had time, I could have puttied all of those holes or spackled them. And the nice thing about that is normally when I'd spackle holes on a project, I'm doing it the day that I'm doing the painting. Yep. And they don't dry right away. No. So I'm always scratching at it. Can I sand it now? Can and I sand it now? And it. it. Right. It's not good. But in this system, I did it. And now I'm done. Clean up my stuff real quick. Set it off to the side. We have dinner. I'm done for the night. Right. The next day I get home, every, everything's dry. I can sand everything. Perfect. Get around. Wipe up the dust. Wait for the next night. I did that with taping. I did that with the whole project all week long. And then by Saturday, all I've got to do is throw a drop cloth down pop the paint open, and paint. Well, yeah. Everything was covered in the lead-up. Really, really good. And it was painless. You know, I did an hour and a half's worth of work about and over the course of like right, 20 minutes right. on multiple days. That can work. That can help you get where you want to go. Because it's way better than not doing anything at all. I mean... Right. It does give you that little bit of momentum. Yeah. And once you start a project like that, generally... We do need to see it to completion, you know, yes. especially a dining room. You can't just leave yeah, that in exactly. a state of unfinished peril, right? Now without some serious problems, yeah. Right, right. That's got to be finished. So that can get you moving. I think the biggest thing about all of it, especially for you and even for me, I didn't get nearly as much done, but I know it wasn't because I was lazy. It wasn't because I didn't have hopes and dreams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just literally didn't have time, and I think it's really important for me to cut myself some slack. Yes. And I, th I know it is for you because you've talked about the stress you feel. You, mm -hmm. you see the Yeah, I like can't spider. relax. Yeah. Right. That's terrible. You did a lot of work. You got a lot accomplished. I yeah. Don't know. And, no, and for... I think we just got to be nicer to ourselves. Right. Like, that sounds so cheesy, but yeah, I think it's true. Like We just get really down when it's not exactly how it was supposed to go. Yeah. If you're out there feeling that, if you're picking up what we're putting down, mm -hmm. that makes sense to you, cut yourself some slack. Yes. Take a break. Make sure you give yourself that time. We are cutting you slack. We are? Yeah. We have that power? Yeah. We can cut slack for I'm other people? i slack. All right. <laughs> I like that. I like that. We decree it. It is so. Enjoy what's left of the summer. Yes. There's plenty of time to do projects. You don't know. Here's something really serious and really, it's probably sappy. But I, this is really important to me. Okay. We don't know what we get time-wise yeah. in life. I don't know what I've got. That's I might be depressing. done after this show. Thankfully, everybody's got 200 and some episodes. They can just You'll keep. Live I'll live on and on. <laughs> no, but seriously, we don't know. To spend our time miserable, forcing ourselves through projects, all of that, you know, you got to find that balance. The projects are important. It beautifies our home. It protects our home. Right. Maintains it. Keeps it lasting longer. Saves us money in the long run. But don't let that override 
your happiness. Happiness and the fun <laughs> stuff and the important stuff too. Yeah. So Haley, you got to take your vacation. All right. Take a little bit of time and then get back and I want to see results on this project. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're, oh boy, how do we even say it? We're going to be talking about toilet paper. We're going to lighten the mood a little. We're going to lighten the mood. <laughs> We're going to keep it classy, but it's pretty fun. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and I want to apologize in advance for the topic that we are about to cover. This is something that we ran into. Haley brought it to my attention probably like a, a year, year ago. ago. Yeah. And she said, Oh, I want to talk about toilet paper. And I said, Haley, no. We've got a class act show. <laughs> And we can't go down that path. Since then, we've gone way downhill. So. That's right. A year of Haley, and pretty much we can do it. So we're ready. Toilet paper. How did this even come about? How did you stumble onto this? Um, I honestly can't even tell you how I stumbled onto this. Can't I... or won't. <laughs> I think it was when... We had been doing some other like history segments. There was like the history of the ladder. And so I was looking at like other basic things in our lives that we don't really know where they came from. And yeah, to think that toilet paper at one point didn't exist. Now it does. It was strange when they did start using it. People thought that was ridiculous. To use paper. But we'll get to that. We'll Mm -hmm. get to that. And yeah, there's a list of things that seem really ridiculous well, that right. people use. Right. So so the way it happened is Haley brings this up to me and she's, I remember it, like it was yesterday, this is burned into my brain. <laughs> you're sitting across from me right where you're at and you've got your computer up and you said, okay, what do you think people use for toilet paper before <laughs> there was toilet paper? And of course I said corn cobs or something. Yeah, we all know about that one. We, we do. And that is strange to me. Yeah. I, I agree. Because it, <laughs> it's the cob. Like I don't even know how to have a conversation about it. I it seems like there are other things that might have been would it available. Would be dried already? I don't know. Is it fresh corn cob? Like just cleaned off? <laughs> I don't know, Haley. I don't. This is why I'm afraid of this topic. It's way early on a Saturday. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. I know she does. She does. She really does. And the corn cob, though, really is pretty minor. Oh yeah. Compared to some of the other things. Yeah. So she she shows me this article. Here's one. The personal hygiene stick. Stick. <laughs> yes. A stick. A stick. How, how does that even make sense? I don't know. Now, they, they did put sponges on yes. them eventually. Eventually, they would tie a sponge to the stick. The thing that- But they were community. Exactly. They were shared. Like, the stayed wherever the business was so, happening. Right. The Romans- They've got their little whatevers, the bathrooms, the mm-hmm. lavatory. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it in Latin. You're going to have to just roll with me here. But they've got the row of seats. Mm-hmm. And then there's the stick. Oh, John needs the <laughs> stick. Pass him the stick. Right? That's so gross. I can't even so can't gross. even imagine. But that's that's just, again, the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. The other one, Stones. Stones. <laughs> It sounds made up. They use sticks and stones. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. You know, one of the conversations that we had, well, I I could keep going. Ceramic. 
Yeah. So they find ceramic and they use that. Do you remember some of the other ones? Um, I thought that pine cones were on there, but that seems ridiculous. No, they were. Pine cones <laughs> were on there. All kinds of things like that. Handfuls of sticks. It wasn't just one stick. Somebody sure. decided twigs might be better. A bundle. Flexible. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. The sponge, <laughs> at least we're starting to get into the realm of something yeah. I understand or can wrap my brain around. The thing that blows my mind is that they were wearing clothing. That's right. Like- <laughs> That's the thing. We had a big conversation, and it doesn't really matter what kind of clothing. No. It doesn't matter what era we're talking about. If Could they're have been a wearing leaf. like that's better. animal hide, <laughs> yes. If it's a leaf, if it's as long as it's not poison ivy, poison oak, poison right. sumac, you're good to go. You're at least better than getting out the old stick or the stones. Or the the seashells. Remember yes. seashells? That was another one. <laughs> Seriously. I why mean, are they all hard? Right. If if you if you're wearing animal hide, yeah. why would you not think? Well, wait a minute. It is supple for a shirt. I drink water. I clean other things in water. Things could be reused. Oh, water. You know. Oh, I get what you're saying. But yes, water alone. That well, would like be an the option. bidet. Exactly. That was a great, huge, gigantic convention. Yeah. Thank you. Right. Well, though, if you're up for that. Yeah. We've I mean, talked it's to way a plumber, than Haley. A stick. That. Well, yeah. It's. Yeah, <laughs> Haley's in marketing. <laughs> if she sold bidets, that would be the tagline. Way better than a stick. <laughs> Miles better than a handful of seashells, right? The bidet, Haley approved. Oh, my gosh. But we did talk to a plumber, a real plumber, who came on and just, it is the thing. And there's a lot of really good reasons. Yeah. And really, I strongly recommend you check into that. That might be something well, it's right up your you can alley. get a bidet installed in the toilet. But that's besides the point. Yeah, we're way off the reservation. The big thing was clothing. No matter what you're wearing, right. it's, it's better, better than sticks. It's better than stones. It's better than seashells. Right? <laughs> and then, finally, when paper is invented. It's in China, we- largely, yeah, right? It was invented in China. And this was like the first time that they didn't just use like animal hide or like a woven fiber, basically. This or was like regular a paper. Pulp. That for was writing used. things. Yes, exactly. Yes, that's what its first primary use was for. And it was a long time still before they decided to make that into toilet paper. And when they did do that and people came from other countries, they thought they were ridiculous. Can you imagine? <laughs> Look at them. Toilet paper? They're using paper. They've got stones everywhere and they're using paper. What's wrong with them? Right. Exactly. None of that makes any no. sense. So many mysteries. In history. Yes. Right? We're on it. We, we've got our nose to the grindstone. We're trying to figure out the, the answers to the questions that everybody out there is asking. Well, Dan, I appreciate you letting me talk about this on air. Well, I, I appreciate the fact that you appreciate that. <laughs> and I apologize. Yeah, I apologize, too. For but... all, all the discomfort that we have caused and... Yeah, you can send your emails to J at repcolite.com. She yep. will happily deal with those and answer them. In the meantime, Haley, that's it. We're going to have to wrap it up. If you want to catch this one again, and I can't imagine that you wouldn't, <laughs> you can find it online at repcolite.com. Whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. The Repcolite and Port City paint stores are open until 3, waiting to help. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening.